Let us begin. Yes, thank you, Mayor. Let us begin. Let us begin a new day, a new life, a new month, a new year. Oh, really? Okay. Okay. Yes. Lashon Hara. Let's begin with Lashon Hara. Hilchus Lashon Hara. Where we know, we said yesterday, that the desire to speak negatively about somebody is something that comes from the pain and the challenges and the negativity that somebody has within himself. As we were saying yesterday, Avi Kohn mentioned it, that hurt people hurt people, that when you're hurting, so you tend to see the negative in others because you project your own negativity on, on others. And one of our goals every day, as much as we can, is to try and think positive, to try and be positive, to try and see the good in ourselves, to, see, to try and see the good in others, and to do as best as we can. Like we said, man boichai, man boichai, who wants to have life, is we're not even talking about what you accomplish to be in the next world, but rather the world you live in here becomes a better world to live in. You enjoy your life better when you're seeing the good. Oyev yamim liros tov. When you're only seeing the bad within yourself and you're only seeing the bad within others, so then you have a miserable, miserable life. When you're able to see the good in yourself, when you're able to see the good in others, so suddenly you can live a different life. Lashon Hara is one of the only Averos that has a direct punishment. We all know that this is called Saras, which means when a person talks Lashon Hara, this is the way it used to be, he would automatically, right away, get Saras. Now, when a person does a different Avera, like stealing or lying, he gets punished. However, he does not see the outcome of his actions as clearly a Mitzorah sees it. I'm on page 73, day 26, Impurity of Speech. Why is Lashon Hara different? Why does it need a direct and miraculous punishment? The answer, says the Chavetz Chaim, is that Lashon Hara is so dangerous. It is so dangerous, Lashon Hara, that Hashem sends a message immediately so that we will stop contaminating ourselves. This is another commandment which a person transgresses when he talks Lashon Hara. He shamar benega tsaras lishmar ma'od velasos. Be careful of tsaras. And what's I think incredible about this is that it's teaching each and every one of us the power of our speech and the ramifications and the results of how each and every one of us speak. And the little words that a person says, one little sentence that a person can say or not say can make a tremendous difference in how he acts in general. If people want to have friends and people want people to trust you, the less you talk about other people, if you're somebody who people know will never say anything bad about somebody and you're someone who can keep a secret, you're somebody who can be trusted, you will be the most popular. Why do people talk, talk down? to other people? Why do people talk negative to other people? Because they want to lift themselves up. The greatest way to lift yourself up is to be somebody who people trust. Somebody who people look to for advice, not somebody who is negative. 
Right? You go to somebody and you talk negative to that person, and the person jumps on your negative bandwagon. So then it might for the moment feel good, but you'd rather go to somebody who's going to lift up your spirits. Okay, question, comments before we get to the halacha? Okay, the halacha is like this. You're not allowed to talk Lashon Hara even if you're in the presence of the person whom you are talking. For example, you often tell your brother that he is stingy and he doesn't mind. So you tell your brother you're so stingy. Nevertheless, you can't tell your friend, you know, my brother is so stingy. At a stucca party, he donated a little less than a dollar. Although your brother might, might not mind when you tell him that he is stingy, he would nevertheless be hurt if you would tell it to others. Okay. Your negative speech did not cause harm. Even if your negative speech will not cause harm, humiliation, shame, or financial loss, you're still not allowed to say it. For example, you tell your friend, why do you shop in that store? The prices are so overpriced. Do you know that? You're not allowed to tell someone, don't shop in that store because it's so expensive. Even if your friend continues shopping there and the owner never finds out that you spoke against him, your comment still falls under the category of Lashon Hara. Unbelievable. Yes? So what could you say? Huh? Which friend are you trying to help out? The guy who owns the grocery store or the other guy? Right? Don't say anything. You could say, oh, by the way, you're going shopping. Did you ever try that store? Why not? Huh? Yes, yes, you could say, right, yeah, you could say that, right? You could say that restaurant has better prices than that restaurant. How would you feel about that? Right? It's different when, when, when the cows come home, as they say. Right? Right? That restaurant has better prices. That restaurant's overpriced. Or you could say, try that restaurant. What would make you feel good if somebody said, try that restaurant? Right? That's, that's how it works. People think, yeah, okay, yeah. You say, oh, you shop over there. Now, of course, we're not talking about Macy's. We're not talking about uh, a Gentile, a Gaish, a store. We're talking about over here in Israel, it's much harder because everybody's Jewish who are the owners. So you have to be very careful. Yes, Yisrael. I'll say just speak back. Say for me personally, I think it's out of my budget. Right. You could say that. But you have to be also careful with that. Correct. Correct. Ask Shlomo Zalman. You have to be careful with that. Someone say, oh, Sam's, it's a little bit out of my budget. You wouldn't want somebody to say that. Say, it's in my budget. Okay, say that. I'm just, not, I'm just using it as an example. It's true. You have to think of yourself, if you're the store owner, you have to think of yourself, if I own the store and I'm trying to make money, but you're right, Yisrael, you have to be careful. You can't say that? You can't say that. You definitely have to be careful. People are, people, you know, this is, again, Something that we speak about a lot, which is important, is that somebody who's going to be speaking Lush and Hara, and you know how the conversation is going to go, it's going to go in that direction. Somebody who's looking for, for negative talk, or someone who, who wants to join together for negative talk, it's negative. If somebody really knows that you're not trying to put down that restaurant, you're not trying to put down that store, and you're trying to say, by the way, there's a great sale in that store. As opposed to what usually happens is you're angry at that store 
for something that you bought there. So you're going to talk negative about that store. That's usually the way it happens. Okay. Um, so now, even if your negative speech did not cause harm, for example, oh, we said that. Um, you tell your mother about your brother. Yankel is so inconsiderate. He never helps his wife with the children. Even if your mother does not believe the information, your statement still falls under the category of Lashon Hara. Okay. Unbelievable. So basically what we learn from here, as the Gras says, the reason that we have two ears and one mouth is to talk less and to listen more and to be very careful what comes out of your mouth. Because a lot of times, especially in our society where you have internet and you have all these things that are ratings, you have all these things that a person can post certain things, you have to be very careful of what comes out of your mouth or what comes out of your phone. Yes? Yeah, you have to. We spoke about that before. I think you have to be very careful of that also. You can't say like this place Right, 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 right. Correct. You have to be careful with that. Meaning, if someone asks you, you could say, "I personally am mocked on the, this hechsher," but to say, "Oh, that's a bad hechsher," that might be having someone lose business. If someone's asking stam about hechsherim, then you could talk about hechsherim. But to say that store. Yeah, I was going to say, right, if, if, if you know that they're selling, uh, you know, uh, lettuce with bugs and they're, they're, it's trafe, whatever they're doing, then, then, you, then you can tell the person, by the way, I, I don't, you know, it's not kosher. That's, that's not, uh, that's, you know. Yeah. Are you, uh, uh, if you know that, that um, let's say the guy they collect and he, and you know that he's going to go to this guy and waste his time. Are you going to say, well, he's, um, he's stingy? So you're not going to get anything? Of course not. Even though you know it's a waste of time. And so good. So you could say, I, I'll give you a list of people who I think you can go to to get money. You don't have to say, don't go to him. You could say, go to, right? You don't accomplish when you put somebody else down. You can accomplish the same thing by saying, I'll give you a list of these ten people who I think you could do well if you collect money from them. You don't have to say, don't go to that guy. <coughs> yeah. Just to clarify, so it's a question if there's tails to say it, right? Like that what? If there's tails. Yeah, that's already different. It's lush and hard. Be careful right. what you're saying. If right. there's no tails, also to say If there's tails, sort of saying, say it in a way that's not negative. Right, now, to- but, but, remember, but remember, Toelis has different, right. yeah, has different things, right? Has different, different conditions, correct, correct. Right, but I'm saying, but Toelis, I just want to be clear on what uh, Rabbi Byron's saying. It, to, I don't think Toelis means you're saving a guy uh, $5 on a, on a shirt. I don't think that's Toelis. You're saving a guy, I'm going to put down the store to save your friend $5. I, I don't know if that's considered a little Toelis. Huh? What's money? <laughs> exactly. Right, right, right. Okay, bottom line is, Bottom line is, we all want to be people who, and, and, and we'll talk about your wife, and we'll talk about dating. You want to be a person, right? I spoke to a very chush of a person yesterday, and he went to a shatchan. Um, I can't mention his name publicly. He probably wouldn't mind, but I want to mention his name. He went to a shatchan. I love it. I'm so proud of him. Can I say? Let me say the story, and then I'll say who it is. <laughs> This is what, and he said to the shotgun. Shotgun says, "What are you looking for?" 
And he says, so everyone's going to say, oh, I got my whole list. I want a girl who doesn't talk Lashon Hara. I want a girl who doesn't want to talk Lashon Hara. Now, what a surprise. What a surprise. Why am I not surprised? For two reasons I'm not surprised. Number one, because I've never heard Yitzi, and Yitzi doesn't talk Lashon Hara. He doesn't. Number two, number two, even if he did talk Lashon Hara, even if he did talk Lashon Hara, but he doesn't, but even if he did, Yitzi's been coming here learning the Hilchas Lashon Hara day in, day out for a full year plus. And he doesn't want his home to be a place where they're sitting at the dining room table, like we say many times. You're going to someone else's home, and you're in, you're a prisoner in their home of their table talk. And if they're talking Lashon Hara, you're done. If you're talking about everyone else, if they're talking negativity about everybody, or they're just talking about everybody. A lot of times you can go to a house and all they're talking about is other people. Right? All they're talking about, right, who wrote that, who put that on the chat? It was a good, a good quote. Someone put that on recently. Um, I'll mention the Menachem Goldberger line in a second. But um, basically the quote was, one second... The quote was, <laughs> sorry, oh my, sorry, one second. The quote was, don't miss out on your life because you're too busy scrolling through someone else's life, mm. right? <laughs> don't miss out on your life because you're too busy scrolling through someone else's life. Don't miss out on talking about your life because you're too busy talking about somebody else's life. What do people do? They sit around and talk about somebody else's life. Why do I care about talking? I'm going to spend my breath and my energy talking about that guy's, oh, that guy's got that money, and he had this kiddish, and he had this and that and that. Well, what are you wasting your breath? First of all, everyone, welcome. The tzaddik over here, Yitzhi Shapiro. He got off yesterday, and I said this, I'll say it, I shouldn't put myself down. I was in the Army, you've been sleeping a lot on a comfortable mattress, eating well, chilling, watching Netflix? No, this guy's been working like a dog since after Sukkot, right? Right? What? Right? also. And the day after, when he's off, he's in base mattress. He's in base mattress. I love it. I love it. I love it. Hashem should help. But even when you're in the base, in that base, not just in this base, when you're back in that base, Hashem should help that you feel the, the holiness of what you're doing. Because the fact that you're sitting here, we have no idea. Nobody here, unless you've been to the army, no one here, I myself, have no idea what it is, what you have to, you know, to, and to come here in the base medrash, instead of being in bed right now with every excuse in the world to be sleeping. And if you were sleeping, I'd be like, okay, great. He probably needs to sleep. But instead, you're here in the base medrash learning Torah. I don't know. To me, that's, that's an inspiration. Thank you for your inspiration. Thank you. Beautiful. Oh, so what was I saying? You're living, you're, you're at someone else's dining room table. You're, you're a prisoner to their conversations. If all they're going to talk about is everybody else, then great. 
But when I'm dating my wife, when I'm going out with my girl who I want to create my dining room table, I want to have my little, right, little uh, family sitting around, do I want to be speaking Lashonara? Do I want that, that, that that's what's happening? So if a person doesn't begin, and a person doesn't begin to value and understand what it is to talk about other people, a lot of times it's just something that is a habit. People don't even realize that they're talking about other people. People don't even realize that there's nothing wrong. You ever sit at a, at a table, and we'll, 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 wrap up, up, we'll wrap up with this. You ever sit at a table, and suddenly there's quiet, and people are actually eating, and you hear like the silverware hitting the dishes, and it's like everyone gets uncomfortable, and then you have to start a conversation. It's okay. It's okay to have a, 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 conver- a, a meal, and it's okay to sit around with people, and it's a little bit quiet. It's okay. Sometimes people feel the need to talk about other people, to talk about other things that are insignificant, instead of just better to be thought of a fool than to open your mouth and remove all doubts. Right? That's, uh, that's what they say. Okay, question and comments, and then, then we'll move on to Ms. Sulzisharim. Question comments, please. Oh, the Menachem Goldberger quote was similar to right, that dogs chase their own tail. So I once told Menachem, I think it was two years ago already, that we're in a generation where people are running around chasing their own tail. That's what they're doing. People are running around chasing their own tail. They don't know what they're doing. They don't know where they're going. They're just running around circles. So Heiliger Reb Menachem said over, he says, at least the dog is chasing its own tail. Nowadays, people chase somebody else's tail. So that's Lush and Hara. Lashon Hara is you're chasing somebody else's tail. Lashon Hara is you're chasing someone else's tail. And something that I could say that, that happens in my family is something that works for me. I could just share what works for me is that I try and tell my kids when we're talking, I don't want to even talk anything good. You have to be very careful when you start talking good. I don't want to talk about anybody. Why are we talking about somebody else? Why are we talking about somebody else? Let's talk about ourselves. Let's talk about the people who are present. Let's talk about, you know, and it's okay to be a little bit quiet sometimes too. Okay, question, comments, and then we'll, uh, yes, Morty. It's like the, it's like the Bart Rebbe gave, I believe Rebbe gave it. Yeah. The, uh, watching sports, watching so, someone else's success. Right. Spending your time, what about your success? You know, Correct. Well, it's Yoshua Benelli's, it's very good, Morty. It's Yoshua Benelli's line of how come there are no commercials for Lamborghinis? Mm. Because... Anyone who's watching television can't afford a Lamborghini, right? So that's, uh, if you're spending your time, if you're spending your time watching someone else, so how exciting can your life be? How exciting can your life be? And that's really the Lashon Hara. Lashon Hara is somebody who's not only focused on somebody else's life, but I, my, that's why they say a Mitzorah is chashiv like a mace. A Mitzorah is like someone who's dead. Why? Because a person who's alive has his own worth. A dead person needs other people. He's, he doesn't have an existence. So they say that the Mitzorah, the person who speaks Lashon Hara, doesn't have his own life. His life is dependent on putting other people down, which is sometimes difficult. Sometimes it's difficult for a person not to speak Lashon Hara, because what happens is he then is forced to actually deal with my own problems. Mayor, say that line. What's that line about, about the family? You said, you said that it used to be 
Hey, listen to Mayor. Mayor, there's a great line. Originally, I come from a family where all my siblings and my parents, they, had all, they, they all had all these issues. Nice. And then one day I went ahead and I worked on myself. And out of nowhere, my mother became this sweet, giving lady. And my, and my brother was a guy who it was nice to spend time with. Nice. Oh. Yes. Yes. Which, yeah, it was really crazy. Right. So what's the shot? The shot is, it's true. What Mayor is saying is, is that we see in other people, we see in other people and we want other people to change. The reason we want other people to change is because if other people change, then I don't have to change. So therefore, I want this person to change so I could stay who I am. But once a person realizes that it's up to me to change, and my responsibility is for me to change, I can't change anybody. You can't even change, you won't even be able to change your wife. You can't change your kids. That's part of the problem that, that fathers and sons, fathers and, and daughters, mothers and daughters, that's part of the problems that people have is that they're trying to change them. You can't change anyone. You could barely change yourself. It's something that takes a lifetime of work. But what happens is we live in a time where there's such a focus on everybody else. We don't have a, as Rabbi Sol Salanter says, a person can live in this world for 70, 80 years, Rabbi Yisrael Salanter in the 1800s, and not even know himself, not even to get to know himself. So could you imagine now, 200 years later, where there's so much distraction? Like I always say, the problem is not the distractions. The problems, I mean, it's part of the problem, but we're not focused enough on ourselves. We don't spend the time to really focus on ourselves. Hashem should help us, and now we'll, we'll, we'll learn. And, and the clear yes. is that not only can I not change that person, but let's say that person does go ahead and change, and then I know I'm like, wow, I'm still miserable. <laughs> right, very good. What's going on here? Very good, beautiful, right. Because if I don't change, well said, correct. I mean, even if that person does change, you'll find something else. You'll find something else to, uh, okay, Ramosha, I didn't think it was going to happen this fast. But I, I feel terrible to read a song that someone just sent me, but I have to because it is such a powerful, it's so powerful um, for me. So I apologize that I'm, that I'm, uh, I'm not apologizing, it's just Avramosha played for me this song, which, which the words are so incredible um, that I have to share. I'm not going to get into the details, but I'll just share just to show how this works. It says, once... Once I fall in love, then I'll be happy. But then you fall in love, and there's still a hole. Once I get some money, it'll all be easy. But then you get that money, and you still feel broke. Once I get a little older, I won't worry. Then you get older, and it do doesn't feel like it should. I'm thinking once I learn to grow right where I'm planted, maybe then that's when life starts getting good. People think once I get a car that doesn't stall in the morning, I can make it anywhere I want. Just wait. But I could see it right now sitting in my driveway, afraid if I take it out, I'll chip the paint. Once I get that house that I can hang my hat on, I bet I'll want to build a bigger one if I could. Yeah, I'm thinking once I learn to grow, okay, that's the same thing. I'm afraid of both my parents dying. I call my dad, he answers right away. And I didn't hear a word because I was thinking about what hasn't happened yet.
but will someday. And then we hang up the phone before I know it. I'm crying over the conversation my fear took. I'm thinking once I learn to soak up every moment, I'll realize my life's already good. Thank God that my life's already good. So it happens to all of us. Thank you, Avramosha. So what's the pshat? The pshat is, is that, is that people, and then we'll, we'll just wrap it up with Masil, with Masil Sisharim, is that Lashon Hara and talking negative and being negative comes from a place that no matter what you're going to get outside of you, you will not be satisfied. Because when you, when you forget that where you are right now and everything you have right now is is there's so much blessing within where you are. And it's about accessing what you have now and where you are now, and dealing with what you have now. And a lot of times, a lot of times, what's difficult is we have pain, and we have our anxiety, and we have our shortcomings, and we have our difficulties. So we don't want to live right now. So we sort of dream of the future or we live in the past. But when a person is able to be in touch with who he is and to live in reality, and reality doesn't always mean that everything is great. Reality means I'm being honest with myself. Reality means that I'm being honest with what it is that I have to work on. Reality means that I'm being okay the fact that I have the challenges that I have. And I'm going to work on those challenges. When someone already knows, he knows what it is that he has to work on. When a person knows what he has to work on, he's 90% there. Most of the problems happen is that you don't even know what you have to work on. That's what anxiety really is. That's why people suffer a lot from anxiety, because it's all vague. There's no clarity. Once a person gets clarity, this is what I'm challenged with, this is my problem, and this is what I'm going to try to work on. <coughs> yeah, Hashem should help us all with Lashonara. Question, comments, please? Please. <coughs> yes, Gedalia. Um, wow, nice. When you were saying before about the, the people with the plates and everything like that, he always says, he has a famous chair, I remember, he says that good friends, real friends, can sit silence together correct feel like a need to fill up the space correct exactly correct exactly it's true very good well said you know you know why it is Gedalia because because can you sit alone with yourself a lot of people have trouble try walking from the base medrash to the dorms without touching your phone without texting anyone without looking at your phone, just walking from here to the dorms or from the dorms here alone. People have trouble spending time alone. Why? Because they're uncomfortable with the silence or they're uncomfortable with being with themselves. So they have to make a lot of noise to, to distract themselves from themselves. And the more a person can learn which is part of the problem is a person goes to sleep, right? He's uh, distracting himself. He wakes up in the morning. He's distracting himself. When a person can learn 
in our society to be with himself and to become comfortable with himself. And it's uncomfortable in the beginning. It's very uncomfortable. It's like when you meet a new person, it's natural and it's okay to be uncomfortable. It doesn't mean that you have uh, social anxiety if you are a little bit nervous meeting new people. It means that you're normal if you're a little bit uncomfortable meeting new people. So what happens is when a person's quiet by himself, he's meeting a new person because he doesn't know himself. So part of the goal of a person in this lifetime that he has is to get to know yourself. Get to spend time with yourself. Get to understand. Have that conversation. When people say, oh, my life is miserable, you know what that means? When you say, my life stinks, Basically, it means my thoughts stink. It means I stink within myself. My life is terrible. No, my thoughts are terrible. My relationship with myself is terrible. Thank you, Gedalia. Well said, Shkoch. Okay, yes, Shlomozaman? Okay, I just, want to, I just want to continue just for a few minutes. I know it's late because of Rosh Chodesh. I just want to continue. We left off yesterday... We should all be Zoha just to daven for, for Klal Yisrael, for the Jewish people. That we should all be Zoha, all the Jewish people. We're all one. Be Zoha to not speak any Lashon Hara about anyone and, and to try and find the good, to try and see the good in ourselves, to see the good in others, us and all the Jewish people. We left off yesterday, and now I want to go to the second the second part, and then we'll wrap up for today. We left off yesterday with a tremendous chiddush from the Ramchal. Oh, we left off with a, with a great chiddush of the Ramchal, and he says that what is Yira? People associate Yira Shemayim with fear of punishment that Hashem is going to punish me. The Ramchal teaches us that the first step of Yira is a relationship with Hashem. It's developing a relationship with Hashem. It's learning how to talk to Hashem. It's learning how to bring Hashem in your life and to, we said, Yira is Malashin Ri'iya, to see Hashem. What does it mean to see Hashem? You can't see Hashem. But what it means is that you're able to talk to Hashem. You're able to develop a relationship with Hashem. And the Ramchal says a tremendous chiddush. What does he say? He says, like you talk to a friend. He doesn't say like you talk to your father, like you talk to a melech. He says, Kasher yidaber isha elav. So the first step of having Yirash Shemayim. Everybody wants to have Yirash Shemayim. Reish is chachma Yirash Hashem. To be a, a, a smart person means to realize that there's a God in this world. And Hashem created me. And Hashem has a purpose for me. And Hashem wants me to accomplish. And most importantly, Hashem wants me to have a relationship with Him. That's why the ultimate relationship is marriage. Why is the ultimate relationship marriage? Because it's Ish, the Isha and the Kodesh HaKadoshim. It's the ultimate relationship. People need to learn to have relationships. When you learn to have a relationship, why did Hashem set it up like that? Why did He set it up? Why did Hashem set it up that we would be like, the, like a monk? You go up and you climb up on a mountain and you meditate and you say Tehillim all day and you're disconnected from the world. That's not what the Torah tells us. The Torah tells us to be like Yaakov Avinu. Go get married. Go build a family. Go get a job. Go work. That's what Yaakov did. Go work. Go have children. 
Go build a family. Go have a dinner table. Have a breakfast table. Go drive some carpool. Go take your kids to the gun. Go ahead and, and, and spend time with your family. Why? What does it have to do with, what does it have to do with God? That's, that's, that's outside of God. What's the answer? It's relationships. It's learning how to relate to people. It's learning how to give to people. It's learning how to listen to people. It's learning how to be there for people. It's one of the reasons why Ashliach Tibor on Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur is supposed to be someone who has children. He can relate to a father and a son. Relationships. To realize that Hashem has this relationship with us. If you have relationship problems within your physical life, then you can't have a relationship. I'm not, not saying it's so extreme, but you're lacking in relationships with God. It's much easier for a person to say, okay, oh, I'm a holy guy who learns Torah, I do this and that. But you don't have good relationships. What the Ramchal is teaching us is that Yerush Shamayim is not what we think it is. It's not like, oh, I'm afraid, I'm afraid, I'm afraid, I'm afraid, I can't connect to Hashem. It's the exact opposite. It's I'm building this relationship with Hashem. I'm understanding where Hashem fits into my life. That's the first step. Question, comments on that? Question, comments? Okay. Yes. Yes. Correct. 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 Exactly. Well said. Well said. All the things that you think. Good. I like this. You see who are the two guys who are asking about the relationships? You notice the two guys who are asking about the relationships? They happen to be married. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, what? Right. Right, because well, I think what Yehuda was saying is not just the car. It means you're interacting with people. You're going shopping. You're going to... We, we think there's this book that's called The Invisible People. Right? The waiter. Come here, waiter. Give me anyone here who's worked as a waiter. I guarantee you, when you have a waiter, you're very different with the waiter. Why? Don't snap your fingers and tell me to come here. I have a name. I'm a person. I have, I have a family. And I'm a human being. So the invisible people are the people who clean up for yeshiva. It's a person. It doesn't matter if he's Arab. Obviously a Jew is a Jew. An Arab. Someone fills up your gas tank. I have this all the time. I drive in. My kids get all nervous, especially on the 443. Okay, there was a, a, a murder on, in that gas station. Just say so you should know that. But when I roll down the window, what do I say to the Arab? What do I say? I'm not going ahead. I'm not inviting him in my car to babysit for my kids. But I can roll down the window and say, this is, I think, what Yehuda's talking about. Yehuda, correct me if I'm wrong with what I'm talking about. You fill up gas, God willing, with your kids in the back seat, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, stupid Arab, go fill up. Good morning, good afternoon, thank you. Those are the invisible people. That's what the book's about. It's about waiters. Um, it used to be there were toll booths. There used to be, before Easy Pass, there were toll booths. You stop, right? So in general, you go to the shopping. When I go shopping and I'm... Checking out, I try not to be on my phone 
and texting or being on touch. Hi, good afternoon, good morning. Why? It's a person. Those are all relationships. I think that's what Yehuda is talking about. It's not just, oh, I'm doing this, I'm doing this, and I can't wait to get out of that. That is part of Bechol Drachecha De'eyu. Does that make sense? Yeah? yeah? Going to the bank. Yeah, go. No, I just think, so, it's not really connected, but uh, it's just like very connected. Um, me and my wife had this thing that like if we go to like shopping and like a lot of times like people like have a headache and they're really like, they don't want to like interact with you. So like we'll have like a thing like to try to get them to like smile. And like sometimes you have to say more than good morning. Sometimes you have to be like, right. oh, like you're having a hard day. Like I know, like, oh man, what right. time's your shift over? And then like, like you, right. usually you like get it and it's like points, like high five, like wow, like you got That's that That's awesome. Smile. And it's like, it's really fun. Like, it's really fun. Amazing. It's true. It's amazing. That's that. And, and, and when your kids see that, people want to know, oh, how to be a good parent. Oh, how am I mechanic your kids? That's the greatest chinuch you do for your kids. Your kids, yeah, please, please, please. I'm sorry. My son was like, like six years old or something. Like this, like mom was like, so I said, uh, you know, thank you. And I hear my son in Hebrew like say for like his friend, he's like, chaval. You didn't say thank you to the bus driver. Wow. Like it was like in his mind it was like a loss. Like it was like awesome. Ashracha, simcharava, exactly. Correct. Correct. And what happens is, what happens is that, and this is something even more, I'm sure there are books, that, that book was 20 years ago, now where people can walk around with their phones, they can walk around their own world, so they're so not connected. And then where they say, okay, yeah, but when I get married, then I'll be connected. Will you be? Will you be connected when you get married? Or will you still be on your phone? Or you'll have difficulty having connections. So if I want to have a connection with Hashem, then I've got to get out there and get connected with people. Correct. Hashem, Correct. Hashem will make, uh, you were saying you're gonna, it's going to be part of your life. You don't have to like, get out. Correct. Correct. Like, Correct. 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 But, but the Chiddush is, the Chiddush that we're saying over here, the Chiddush that we're saying over here is that Yira Shemayim, Yira Shemayim is understanding what it is my relationship with Hashem is. Ask yourself that question. You don't have to have a good answer. Just like you can ask yourself, what's my relationship with my father? What's my relationship with my mother? Brothers in my family. It doesn't have to be a good answer. The answer could be a bad relationship. It could be I can't stand this person in my life. But at least you're asking the question and you're trying to get clarity about what that relationship is. And then you can work on it. Because you say, okay, I don't have a good relationship with my father. Do I want to have a good relationship with my father? If the answer is no, then move on. If the answer is yes, then figure out what you could do. I want to have a better relationship with my roommate. Or I don't want to have a good relationship with my roommate. I want to have a better relationship with X, Y, and Z, with Hashem. So that's what the Ramchal says, where it begins. So we're not there. Yeah, Dovi. Um, just trying to understand this. We yes. We work on ourselves just so that we can deal with other people. One more time. We work on ourselves so that we can work or deal with other people. No. We, 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 we deal with other people, right, which helps us with ourselves. It's not the opposite. We're all in this together. You're not focused on yourself. That will come. That will come. I mean, Dovi, you're a person who's, who helps other people. So you have that. God willing, when you get married, you'll help your wife. You'll help your children. You'll help other people. 
Yes. Oh, nothing. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> I just wanted to say that uh, I love what Rep Simple said. <laughs> what did you like? I want to hear more than that. I want to hear more. That what? What did you like, Nelson? We want to hear more. Okay, beautiful. Okay. And then he says, beautiful, Shkoyach. And then says Ramchal, Va'achar Sheik Bazebedaito, we'll finish off with this. Tsarik she is bonin al Romamusis Baraka Shahuma Romam Venizgaval Kobrahu Tila al Komini Shlemish Tukumak Shaftenal Damasalvin, which is usually that people skip the first step. Then there's God. And Ellie said this yesterday so beautifully. Everyone says, Oh, God, God. Like the Chavetz Chaim says, Shema Yisrael Hashem Elokein Hashem Echad. God is the master of the universe, of the world, of there, of everywhere. Oh, he's so big. Says the Chavetz Chaim, don't forget that he's your God. <coughs> forget about that he's everyone's God. He's the God. He's my Hashem. So the Ramchal says, usually we skip, well, I'm saying it. He doesn't say you, usually you skip the step. The second step is that, whoa, God is this Big thing, Hashem is, whoa, Hashem is the Melech, Hashem is this master, Hashem is massive, Hashem is something that I can't imagine. That's the second step. The first step is that relationship. Step two is he says, wow, I can't even imagine who Hashem is. And just to say over, as we've been saying from the altar, we said it yesterday, don't worry about figuring out Hashem. I guarantee you, you're not going to figure out Hashem. If you want to figure out Hashem, I'm giving you a little plug for the shear, but it's not just for the shear. We're learning now at night, Derech Hashem. You want to learn a little bit about the way of Hashem? Come, and we'll learn Ramchal, Derech Hashem. But the goal in life is not to figure out Hashem. The goal in life is to figure out yourself and to believe in Hashem. That's the goal. The goal is figure yourself out, believe in Hashem, and then you'll be okay. Hashem should help each and every one of us. It's a new month. Oh, slimy, slimy. Please end this off for us. Slimy, yes. Thank you, first of all. Um, it's funny that the book Rabbi mentioned called them people or whoever. I think they, these people are the most visible. You see them the most. You see them, right? They're not, vis- they're not invisible. They're very visible. So through your life, Sometimes you have so much shefa, but because you see them all the time, whenever you're buying your Coca-Cola, you this guy is there, so whenever you <coughs> take a shower, the water is hot, so you don't see the hot water anymore, so you can start getting upset. But once you realize craziness going on all day, you, you basically have it all. I like I like what Shlaim I like what Shlaim is saying. You know, we said this over um, about the arava that they say the arava is what you smack and you beat down. And they say where does the arava grow? Right? The esrug is Italy or these places and hadasim. You have to get like this. The arava. Oh, you need aravas? Go to your backyard. You have over there. They say who are the people who we smack the most? are the people who are in your backyard, right? Who are the, that's what I'm trying to say. Who are the invisible people? The invisible people are all the people we deal with all the time. 
So Hashem should help us all. Thank you, Shlomi. I knew you'd end this off strong. <coughs> Thank you. Hashem should help us realize that nobody is invisible. And we should realize, each and every one of us, the bracha of all, of all of us here in yeshiva, specifically our yeshiva, where we're so blessed to be on a moshav. We're blessed to be in a beautiful place. We're blessed to be in Eretz Yisrael. And I just want to say one thing. The, the days of the winter's man go quicker than you think. Just telling that to everybody. We don't even, last year we had an extra month. It was an Ibriyar. I'm just telling everyone. I'm not even talking about the fourth year guys or the third year guys. Because that you guys already know. Could you believe already you're, you're already in winter's man. You're already in winter's man. It goes by very, very quick. So let's take advantage. Let's drink it up. And let's live every day. Let's live today to the best that we can. Hashem will help us. Rosh Chodesh is a time of tremendous renewal. The Medrash says, Ein va'ata elalashen tshuva. The first step to tshuva is forgetting about your past and moving to your future. Shem should help us all to forget about our past, to renew ourselves, and through that, we'll have an incredible first day of the rest of our life. Have a wonderful day. That's great. We usually win. No, it's a, I, I didn't mean it's like a win. Welcome. I like that. He's already making. Yeah. He's already bringing it in. I like